0: What's up dude. What's up, man? Nothing. What's up with you? Nothing, man. Just uh, you know, same shit. As always. Yep. Yep. But um I don't know if this is right or not. It looked like on, on Twitter last night you um Illinois was like opening up more. Is that is that Right.
1: Or is that did I read that wrong? No. Yes. Yeah, so uh, I last week I talked about how we're like there are phases and we're currently in phase two of five. We're moving to phase three on. uh From tomorrow, next Friday, assuming nothing changes or if we maintain our current trajectory, because our like the amount of positive cases as a percentage of tests conducted is going down. And so, because of that, we're moving into phase three. And what that means is, like, they'll start opening up more stores. They're actually going to let restaurants open up only for outdoor seating. So, like, they have to place tables six feet apart, but any restaurant with a patio can open up. So, that's a good sign, I suppose.
0: Yeah, dude. Um, Better than Pennsylvania, at least.
1: Yeah. Still, I mean,
0: I mean, so so well for so Pennsylvania on the eastern part, like southeastern PA, like where where I live, and like basically what I talked about last week. It's it, yeah, that's like the only spots really that are still in red.
1: Okay. Yeah, I mean Illinois. It, we're broken – I mean, the same way as you guys. We're broken down by regions, and technically my, my town is in the same region as Chicago. It's the smallest region, but it's, like, the most populated. And all of the towns within that region have been protesting because Chicago is kind of off on its own, being, the like, sort of the epicenter in the state of Illinois, obviously, and has a lot more cases than everyone else. So all of the suburbs are, like, saying, hey, even though we're grouped with Chicago – based on this regional map you've made like we should be able to have more relaxed restrictions just because you know our region is really only having a high case count because of chicago it's not really the suburbs so that was their argument and i guess the the governor kind of bit because chicago is not reopening restaurants the way the suburbs are. like those are still only takeout but the suburbs even though we're in the same region can start doing outdoor seating starting next weekend
0: That still kind of sucks for restaurants that don't have outside seeing, though.
1: Yeah, but, well, the other thing they're thinking about doing, and and I don't know if they're doing this in my town, but they're reporting on it uh, in other suburbs, and I'm sure Geneva will consider this, is they're going to start closing down streets and letting restaurants kind of just put tables in the streets. So if you don't have a patio, you just use the street.
0: I mean, I guess to, to me, it's like, I mean, all the, all the like restaurants around me, like we need those streets and uh, I mean, if you can pull it off, pull it off with that. Uh, I guess just depending on the area is where I would either agree or disagree to that you know, plan at least.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, geez, I guess the only time you were in Geneva, you probably didn't see it, but we have this one street. Like we have a main street that goes through our town which you couldn't shut down, but there's a, there's a couple of off-street, off-shoot streets that like there's one called 3rd Street. 3rd Street Geneva is probably like our most popular street and it's got like a ton of shops and restaurants on it, but it's really not it's not really very heavy car traffic. It doesn't really that street doesn't take you anywhere good, but it's like a huge place for shopping and restaurants. So it is like the perfect street to shut down because a lot of times during the summer gets shut down anyway for festivals and art fairs and stuff like that. So like I could definitely see them just shutting it down permanently for the summer. So all because there are at least, at least six or seven restaurants on that street and all of them could use the road. I mean, most of them have patios, but on top of that, they could use the street to just have extra seating and make more money.
0: Yeah, I, w- I was just going to say that. Like as long like if there's a street like for example um like College Ave, like for say going back to our Penn State days where most of the shops on that street are restaurants or um like sh- shops that you can just go in and buy stuff that like yeah I'd be probably fine with that because it it almost, it almost creates, like, a walkway where people can just, like, park somewhere else, like, on a side street or something, walk down to that area, and then, you know, have some lunch and go in and visit the other shops. Yeah, um,
1: or even, like, Allen Street. They were talking about shutting down Allen Street anyway, yeah. so that's just, like, another idea.
0: Yeah, the only thing to me, though, is, like, so, restaurant like, to me, at least, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, like, in Geneva, but I would say probably, like, In a general term, at least seven out of ten restaurants probably across the United States probably don't have patios or outside seating.
1: Yeah, most most restaurants in Geneva do. I don't know why that I think it's because they kind of like it's it's hard to explain. But, yeah, most most restaurants here do have a patio.
0: Mm, So
1: and some of them are actually pretty big like some of the restaurants can probably get away only using their patio and not needing to use the street. But then there are other smaller restaurants that would definitely need the street.
0: Hey, I'm happy for you, man.
1: Yeah, I mean, but that's not even like a thing yet. It's just an idea that's being floated around, but I mean, it'd be kind of cool. I put that to this thing like, again, at the same time, would I, would I go to a restaurant with my parents if we were sitting outside? I don't know.
0: I'd be, I'd be at a restaurant right now if I had my choice.
1: Yeah, Yeah, it just depends on, like, we would probably wait a week or two after they open so that they can kind of, like, work out the kinks and do a lot of trial runs with other people before we go. But who knows? We'll cross that bridge when we get there.
0: It's starting to feel like everything is kind of getting back to the uh, – in, in terms of a last – uh, podcast the old normal um cause,
1: you mean just normal
0: yeah i mean
1: we're <laughs> <Or> like <it. laughs>
0: yeah but um it seems like things are getting back to like how it was before this shit just because i see a lot more places starting to open up dude honestly i can't wait for the gyms to be open up like honestly dude like i miss the gym yeah. and dude i want my hair so my hair my barber Texted my dad today and was like, hey, I might be open. And he goes, Well, what's the deal with it? And she said it might be only appointment only. I but let me tell you this. I'm so excited to get, get a haircut. I might hug her, which you know would you know defeat the purpose, but like I might seriously hug her because I'm that excited to get a haircut. I look like freaking like Brett Michaels in nineteen eighty.
1: <laughs> Is it that well, I went to get I went with you to get a haircut once? Is it the same place? Yeah, nice. I like that place.
0: The small place in Copley.
1: Right? I don't know if it was. In, I would imagine it was. You remember we went right? It was before <laughs> it was, Will and Amanda's wedding. It
0: was. It, yeah, we went to Chick Fil A afterwards or before.
1: Yeah, or before. Yeah. Yeah. No, I. Uh, but here, I, if if you had to wear a mask to get a haircut, would you?
0: Well, yeah, of course.
1: I I was wondering if you're one of those like total anti-mask
0: people. I hate the mask. I absolutely cannot stand them. Okay, they're annoying. They um they don't feel good. I just hate everything about them. And the fact that like I I said this to my other group of friends. I bet seventy five percent of the people wearing masks right now, the masks are tainted somehow, some way. Like no one puts them through the wash. No one like does like I guarantee you the masks are the most germ, like germy, like, um, infested things on the planet right now. Okay. I think there's, yeah, but
1: yeah, but the mask isn't for your protection and it's for the people around you. So if the mask is full of germs, that's your fault and it's only going to get you sick, like wear it so that if you do cough or sneeze or breathe or whatever, you're doing that into a mask and not into the air where those particles then can float around and other people can get infected by them. Like, that's the whole point of the mask. It's not to protect you. It's to protect other people, which is why I think the people who are like, like, like there was this one, like our Illinois House of Representatives held session in person in like some big conference center yesterday for the first time in months. And it was this big deal. But this one senator or one House of Representatives, whatever guy shows up and oh, the rule was you have to wear a mask. And this guy is one of those down south freaking hillbilly Republicans who thinks this is all a hoax and doesn't wear a mask and they literally kicked him out which i was like hell yeah kick this dude out he has no right to be there because it's not for him. he's like oh but i don't want to wear mask. it's a free country it's not for you i don't care if you don't care about your health you could be infecting other people and if you can be so inconsiderate as to be putting other people's health at risk you have no right to be an elected official none at all so that was my argument but i digress
0: so, my, I only wear a mask when I'm outside in public. Only reason is because it is technically the law right now. Okay. Because I'm going to follow whatever well, law they put in place. I might not agree with it at all, but I'll put a mask on. But like as soon as I'm in the car, I take off a mask. Or I, as soon as I leave like the, um, the, the store or anything else I'm in, I take the mask off as soon as possible. Right. Yeah. yeah.
1: That's fair. I, That's completely fair, but, but but the fact that but here's another thing. No, I just,
0: no, no, no. here's another thing that gets me upset too. It's one thing to like, you know, obviously, like you said, put on the mask because of you know protection of others and blah blah all that shit. But what about hand washing? Okay, I bet still the idiots and fucking disgusting ass people that don't that didn't wash their hands before this. Okay, cough and sneeze and all that shit. Wipe their you know wipe their nose, whatever it is, okay? And they don't wash their hands, okay? Everything they touch going forward is now g- germified still, okay? Mm-hmm. So, the masks are, are all, like, you know, gray, whatever, but, like, people gotta start washing their hands, alright? So, this isn't, like, if you wanna take, like, the full step, like, wash your hands, everyone. So, I that that is why I think part of the reason, like, the masks are, like, a joke, in a way, is that people are still touching everything. You don't know where their hands have been. You don't know what they touched before. Like, you don't know anything about them. Sure, you can tell where they're breathing and, you know, if they cough or they sneeze, you know, their mouth is covered. But you don't know where their hands have been, if they're touching you. Like, people touching money, like, like, it just drives me insane. Like, that just it it just drives me insane that everyone's freaking out about masks, but no one considers about the touching aspect of things.
1: Yeah, that's fair. Um, I I guess it's just because it's a lot, I mean, you can tell, you can obviously tell if somebody's wearing a mask. You can't tell the last time they've washed their hands. So it's just harder to keep track of that. And I guess, you know, out of sight, out of mind type rationale. But what I was going to say, though, is I I can, it's totally okay that you hate the idea of wearing a mask. A lot of people do. I'm not a huge fan of it. But the fact that you are willing to set that aside and abide by the law, I commend you because many people are not doing that, which I think is ignorant and selfish and you are being responsible. So I commend you.
0: I I don't get my panties in a bunch because of the whole, like what you said about that senator about how he's affecting other people's lives and blah, 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 blah. I just get like, it's the fact that like they're breaking the law still. And that just bothers me. You know, if someone says, do something, like do it. Like I'm like, that's what that's my side of things so even though i do you know wear the mask it's for totally different reasons other than uh i'm worried about like your brother or sister or anything like that
1: yeah that's fine you're you, you don't have to justify your rationale but i just agree with your end decision well <laughs> that's all i'm saying
0: well here's another thing and this is this is social media coming in too i i've seen various videos of people coughing or sneezing or just being assholes. If someone would cough in my face, okay, let alone coronavirus time, okay, because I, oh, yeah. you know, my viewpoint on this coronavirus. If someone yes. would cough my face six months ago when nothing was going on like this coronavirus, I punched them in the face. Which <laughs> yeah, I don't, I know you would. I don't care who you are, okay? I don't care if you're, you know, Fucking the the mayor of Whitehall, okay, you cough my face, you're getting a fist directly in your jaw. Okay? And I saw a video of a lady coughing in a guy's face. Okay? Like physically get up out of her chair and cough in a guy's face. There's I'm totally against women getting hit by men. Okay? Totally get that. Against that. Let me put that out there right now. But in some cases. This being one of them, that girl should get rocked. Okay, it's it's I'm like I'm half and half. Half of me says this girl should get rocked because she physically like got up in this guy's face and was coughing in his face, and half of me is like, no, no, she's a woman. So I don't honestly don't know what I w- I would do in that situation. Whether I'd sock a bitch or you know be like, what the fuck is going on and start screaming at her. But like people that cough and sneeze and you know. Uh, like, do shit like that in people's faces or whatever, need to get their fucking ass beat, dude. Just throwing it out there. I just had to get that out there because I've seen it on social media over the last couple of days, more often than not. Yeah, and I'm going
1: to agree with you because I will, uh, yeah, same as you, I, I mean, women, I, I mean, d- domestic TV's is horrible, I, you should not hit women, like, I completely agree with all of that. However, at a certain point, this isn't a, you're a woman, this is a, you're just being an asshole and you need to be put in your place. Like, I mean, you got to be able to draw that line somewhere. And if they cross that line, just, just put them in their place. And if that means punching them in the face because they sneezed on you, they deserve every ounce of pain they receive from that punch. And then some, like, I am completely on board with you. Completely.
0: Yeah, I'm just, I don't know in that situation, like if a girl came up and did something to me, would I, you know, like... I would want to sock him so much, but I honestly don't know if I would be able to because I'm just so against that shit. Uh,
1: yeah, I don't know. I feel like I would just be caught so off guard that I would just be in shock and wouldn't like be able to. Because who in their right mind like has the audacity to just cough in someone's face deliberately? Like that just made. Like, I don't even know how you do that in the first place,
0: dude. I'll tell you this: if anyone spits in my face, like spits on on me or my face, I don't care if you spit on my, my pinky toe. All right. You spit on me. I swear to God, I'll put you in the hospital. Like great story about this. So I was dating a girl at one point. It's been a while. I know. Um, And I took her to the beach for like her birthday. We were hanging out all day. we were in the ocean together. And I was like, holding on to her, whatever, in the ocean. And she playfully spits on me. Right. I, pick her up out of the water and chuck her about seven feet. Okay. Like we're all, we're all like laughing, like carry on. Like it was like, it was, it was playful. Right. It, but I threw her like seven feet across the ocean. At that point, I hoped the shark came up and bit her ass. Okay. And I stormed off, got, went directly to my chair in the beach and just sat there for like no lie, like half an hour. Because then I call myself down. Because I, I cannot stand spitting on someone or anywhere near me. So I can tell you that. Like, I can handle coughing. I might have to decide whether or not to punch you in the face if you're a girl. Um, for If you're a guy, I'm decking you right away. If you spit on me, I don't care who. It could be Donald Trump for that matter. I don't care. I, it could be James Franklin for that matter. Anyone that spits on me, I don't care if it's my toe, my leg, my arm, my face. I swear to God, I'll put you in the hospital.
1: I, I don't doubt it. Actually so that reminds me of, of a story similar to yours. So, uh, probably 3 or 4 years ago, right after right after sometime after we graduated college, I was at Lollapalooza, like that big music festival in Chicago. And so after the festival ended for the day, we were all going back to my the place we were staying, my one friend's apartment. And so that like we were taking the L, like the Chicago version of the subway. And yeah, yeah and and so, like, the El Post Lollapalooza is an absolute nightmare because, first of all, it's just jam-packed full of people. Like, everyone's, you know, shoulder to shoulder. There's no space. And second of all, everybody, uh, like, 90% of the people on that train are like, you know, yeah, yeah exactly. So, everybody – it's just like a huge free-for-all. It's a total, total nightmare. So, you know, we, we're exhausted because – you know, it's been a long day. We've been standing all day, like in the middle of these concerts. And so my one friend is just like exhausted. So he sits down kind of by the door. And so we get to a stop and like people kind of have to like maneuver around him because he just, you know, was sitting there and didn't really want to get up to let people out the train. And so (laughs) this one guy, and he was this guy, you could tell he was like this mid 20 something dude. He was with probably three or four girls. Like, Hey, he was the only guy there were three or four girls. You could tell like he's trying to act tough for his, for these girls. He's like, Oh, I'm a man type thing. So after he, he calls my friend out to get out of the way for sitting there. And when he, my friend doesn't move, he like kind of steps over him to get out of the train and then just turns around as the doors closed and just like deliberately like hocks with his mouth and just spits on my one friend doors huh. close, train keeps going. So like, you know, he's scot free, but my one friend, dude, we, ha- there's one friend in my group who like, is the most, he's like you, he is like the most loyal guy, and if, and if you mess with his boys, he is gonna come after you with, like, a veracity that I, it's hard to describe. Same as you. Like, personality wise, like, you guys are similar in that regard. And and you you could see, dude, he, you could see there was red in his eyes. He was like, man, if that door stayed open for a second longer, he would have been out that door, and this dude would have been, like, just on the ground in about two seconds, because oh. That like I have this vivid, vivid image in my face of what it, uh, in my head of what his face looked like, and I'm just like, oh man, that dude got off scot free because the door closing. But yeah, I know what you mean.
0: Well, your friend who was sitting down is an asshole. He, he's an asshole. Like if I was w- trying to get out of the of the train, and I'd step over a kid, I'd probably step on him. I don't know.
1: The- I don't remember exactly how he was positioned. I think like. He was—he certainly was inconveniencing people, but it's not like he was like flat across the, the like the the threshold to the door. Like you still could have just walked around him and walked out without having to step over him. But he was like kind of in the corner of the door, so if you were coming from a certain angle, you would have had to work around him. And I don't know it. I
0: well, I shouldn't have to work around someone, okay? I should not have to do that. So your dude's an asshole, depending on you know. How he was positioned and how he's sitting, but all I can see right now is a kid sitting in front of the doors as I'm trying to get off, and I have to step over this fuck that's just sitting on the ground. Just stand the fuck I, up. I, yeah. But again, but then on the opposite side, the dude that spits, what the fuck? I would have, I would went through the, the the doors, dude. I would have opened them up, and I would been, I would probably put that kid on the the train tracks. To be honest with you, like that's how pissed off I get with that shit, dude. I'm getting fired up right now just thinking about it.
1: Yeah, it was, it was like, I was in shock because I didn't think that kind of thing would ever happen in real life. But there wasn't, like I said, this dude was like one of those bros. Like there was a certain kind of person that goes to Lollapalooza that is just like the most insufferable human being alive. And this guy kind of fit that bill pretty spot on, like wearing like a retro 90s basketball jersey and a bandana, with like, you know, with three girls with him, like the total kind of guy you can tell is just out to like, prove a point that he's, like, the alpha male and, oh, the most insufferable kind of person.
0: See, here's the thing with me. I call... And this is... I had a recent... A recent run-in with this. At work, actually, too. So, you know me. I call off people's bullshit right away. You know, I do this for two reasons. One, I have no patience to put up bullshit I don't tolerate. And two, I'm gonna correct your ass. Because once you know there's a problem like with how you're acting or what you do, like if someone calls you out nine times out of 10, depending on, you know, your views on that person, whether you take, you know, their, their view it, you might either stop doing it or lessen, uh, lessen doing it around them or things of that nature. Yeah. Right. At work, a, me and a girl got in a little tiff, and she threw a, and it's, it's, a, and my boss told me not to say anything. Well, she's been doing this shit over the last couple of months, dude. Like, just saying little shit, all right? And I, they've always told me, don't say anything because, you know, I'm it, I'm working on my quote-unquote brand at work to get promoted, which, I you know, I le- recently got promoted. And, you know, I might get promoted more in the next couple of months. We'll see what happens. But, you know, they obviously don't want someone just calling off people. But I, I told all the leaders already that are looking at, I'm not a per- type of person to let shit go, so if I see someone that is doing something like this douchebag with like the fucking alpha male shit, I call them out on the shit. Like I cannot stand that just in ge- general. Like I don't know if it, just hearing that story and just thinking about the recent times, like people need to get called out on their bullshit right then and there, right? And you and sometimes you gotta fucking lay some wood on those fucking people because if you don't get their ass beat they don't realize what the fuck is going on and what the hell is wrong with them and, and their actions. So then it, it's just so frustrating how some people just let it go and sweep it on the rug or especially in, like, corporate America, how it's, like, be everyone's best friend and all that and all that bullshit. Fuck that, dude. Like, like notice, like, you know me. Like, some people really hate me and some people really like me. I, I feel like there's no in-between with me just because of how they act and all that shit and because I call people out on the bullshit. And that's how I, I, I am at work. I work in corporate America. So it's always don't ruffle feathers. Don't kiss or don't kiss too much ass bullshit. You know, don't cause any friction. Well, I come in and I change that fucking culture, dude, because I call people out. I say shit. That's on my mind. I call people out on their bullshit. And then the office right now, I'm either really loved or really hated because of that of that scenario. And this, this is, I just pisses me off, dude. I, I know this is a tangent from the conversation, but it just fucking pisses me off.
1: No, I get it. That's, I mean, it's, it's related. Yeah, no, and you know me, I am about as opposite as you can possibly be. I mean, I work in corporate America too, and I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm not, you know, like out there to kiss ass and just like, you know, be that kind of guy. I just kind of put my head down and do my work and contribute and whatnot but i'm not yeah yeah you know if people are doing stuff i don't like i'm just like you know what that's fine i'm just going to avoid you you do your thing like eventually because my my rationale is fine you you keep doing what you're doing even if i disagree with it even if it's wrong whatever the case may be i'm just gonna let you keep doing it because you're just gonna keep digging yourself into a deeper hole and someday someone like you connor boards is gonna come around Call you out, and you're going to be you're going to be put in your place. So I'll just kind of sit back and enjoy the enjoy the show. And when that happens, I'll just you know silently be be chuckling to myself, and that'll be that. So
0: I wish you got to see me in the office, because you know, like corporate America, like all that bullshit. I really wish you could see how I've acted within the office um, over the past year or so. Just because, because just I think you'd be shocked. Oh, I'm sure I would be. But also, like. But also, like, wow, like this shit actually happens with Connor. He's not just—he's not just making up stories to tell me. He's—he actually does like some of the shit that he, he's—he said.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say some of the stories you've told me are kind of hard to believe. But I mean, i, I believe them. But for somebody who didn't know what's, you, what's the, what,
0: what's the one I thought I would probably make you cringe with ha- with how you are, with how like you've. I don't want to say you avoid conflict, but you don't, you don't welcome it. Like yeah. I do. I bet you would cringe at some of the shit I say and do to some people want to call them out. Um, and I, and I know you, you'd be really awkward and be like, uh, like I can just put yep, it now. Probably. I, I'm curious. What is, what is one story that pops in your mind that you're like, you don't believe or hard or is hard to believe.
1: So I don't have to censor anything. Like I can just be everything you've shared with me is fair game. Yeah. Fair okay. Being. Oh, the one that stands out to me the most is you standing on top of your desk shouting meat or whatever it is like across the, across the whole office floor. Like if I was in an office and I saw somebody doing that, a couple of things would happen. First of all, I would just be so embarrassed for that person. But also about seven different managers would come sprinting out of their offices screaming for this person to get down. But apparently, your office is a bit of a different dynamic from anything I'm used to. Considering you seem to have gotten, all, you know, away with that without any, you were like commended for that. It, honestly, it sounds like.
0: Well, again, depending on the person, depending on the person, I'm either loved or hated in the office. And my my VP, my boss's boss, loves me, so he he liked it. The guy that complained about me didn't obviously didn't like it. Um, half my team you know, loves it, and the other half don't. So, like, it, it just, you know, depends on who you are and, you know, if you had your cup of coffee that morning or not. Yeah.
1: Still, just, I'm, I'm imagining you like standing, are, is your desk like, or is your office, do you have like cubicles with pretty high walls, or is it pretty open?
0: Yeah, so, so this was in our old office before we moved, but so we had a standard, we had a pretty large as in width cubicle. Okay. And we would have those big like walls that separated the the cubicles right so if you want to see someone on the other side of you you would have to stand up on your desk in order to look down at them and and see okay them. so that's that's what i would do i would stand up and then we were having you know my boss what was called his nickname is Meat. Like, oh, so little-known fact: I have a couple of nicknames in the office. My my first nickname is obviously Bortzi. Second one is Connor Sports, um, and third one is Junior. Yeah, Meat. you've
1: told me about Junior right. Meat.
0: <laughs> yes. So I'm I, Junior Meat is my most fi- uh, common ni- nickname in the office. Anyway, so his nickname was Meat in college, and so he was showing football pitch, like he would email blast like football pitchers because we were doing like a con- whatever. And the one pitcher, I just got up and started screaming meat <laughs> across the office. So, <laughs> uh, yeah. So, but yeah, honest got truth like that. I don't, I don't bullshit. That's another thing. I, I hate liars and shit like that. That none of the shit I tell you is made up or bullshit or any of that. You know, that, that everything's 100% accurate
1: yeah i know it uh, i trust me i know it
0: oh man <laughs> <laughs> if i would have known we were going up to a frat environment i would have yeah. agreed to switch <laughs> floors <Unreal. laughs>
1: oh man oh good stuff
0: Well, oh, whatever What else? Nothing. I mean, baseball is trying to come back. Yep. July 4th. Hopefully that happens. Um,
1: Did you see the NCAA is letting players report voluntarily starting yeah. first? So, I guess that's a step in the right direction.
0: It, I It is, but to me it's like, are they just teasing with us? Because, like, Oof. if, say – like, you know how some of those California schools already said they're not coming in? Like, do, do their football players come on campus? And if so, if you're going to let football players, what about the other fall sports like volleyball, golf, shit, shit like that? So, what's going to happen with that? Like, it, I, I don't get my hopes too up. Uh, hopes, what, what's the word? I don't get my too hopes too high. Too high. Yeah. Um, with this shit, like it's great, but like, eh, like, let me know what's gonna happen. I want to. So, Penn State actually specifically came out, and I, I guess there was an article that said Penn State ordered five hundred thousand or wow, five hundred thousand masks and like twenty five thousand hand sanitizer shit for this upcoming fall.
1: Hmm. Well, I know they were like, aren't they making a definitive decision sometime in June?
0: June fifteenth. Yeah.
1: Is it by so, June 15th or on June 15th? They'll make the call
0: by June 15th. Okay, so they make a like
1: the call within the, call. the next three weeks.
0: Yeah. But so I'm thinking, I'm right now, I think Penn State's going to be open because Center County is one of those yellow counties, right?
1: Yeah. But you also have to think of like if you're bringing 40,000 people back, you're bringing 40,000 people back from like all over the place who knows where they're coming from
0: but another thing that gets it like it's fine for schools to say you know come on campus or whatever the thing that i'm i really think is going to happen is that the teachers union will collectively come together and say we're not coming back on campuses or in schools or whatever until We get a vaccine, or some shit happens, because to me, I feel like a lot of teachers who are older are going to be scared of getting this coronavirus. Yeah, that's fair. And I've read some rumors around around the internet that said that the that some unions, American teachers, I don't, I don't know, whatever said that they they're not gonna allow their teachers to go into schools until there's a vaccine or some shit
1: yeah which I mean who knows when that'll be
0: um so I don't know but but I guess Notre Dame I, I forget where I saw this or yeah I, no, no no yeah but, uh, I've nope. seen
1: that I've seen that too
0: they're um doing it what is it, August 10th, and then they'll be done by Thanksgiving.
1: Yeah. I don't know I don't know why they decided to shift their timeline, but I mean who knows? At least they're doing in person.
0: Yeah, and then what about this? Kentucky is only allowing freshmen and sophomores.
1: Really? I didn't see that. Why? Yeah, because is it like so they I, can become more acclimated with like College experience, and they just assume juniors and seniors already know it. That's a worst. Those no, seniors are going to be the one who want more than anything to be back.
0: I don't know what the rationale behind that is. Yeah, but here I, I've been saying this from the start. There needs to be a clear, concise thing across the board for this shit. Like it seems like I mean, never uh, actually. Now I think about it, there shouldn't be because every area is hit differently. So, like, I think. Me personally, I think all schools should just be open, but I understand why some people are throwing a fit and all that shit. But like so say say your kid or yourself is a is a student in New York City, right? Yeah. Like do you go to do you go to like do you do you personally enroll for classes at say NYU or Columbia, right? You're not, you're in your apartment or something like that, or, or you're, you know, you live in Chicago. Do you fly back to like an apartment in New York city to take online classes? Or do you just say, I'm not wasting the money to take online classes at this rate. I'm going to wait a year and I'll go back when I get the full experience.
1: That's actually an interesting point. Like take a gap year. Or like a deferred year or whatever they call it?
0: Yeah, so what happened was I saw my old high school football coach who, who is also a teacher at Whitehall. And he has a son who's going into his senior year at Penn State. And he told his son, if I were you, I would take a gap year or year off or whatever, just because he's going into his senior year. Say the market or some shit – say shit happens like this again. And he graduates from college. He has a degree. That's awesome. But where's he going to get, like, a full-time job? You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, unless you're a nurse or something. But, like, well, like what are you doing with your life? Like, Why don't you just get a part-time job, you know, work out, and then, you know, once everything clears up, hey, next year, go back and, you know, finish your degree.
1: Yeah, I, I get that. But also, wouldn't – I mean, that gap year could potentially be, like, the most boring year of your life when you literally have – nothing to do for an entire year but at the same time we'll think about now but i have to say it makes sense because then you wait a year and then you go back and all of a sudden you have like a fully immersive college experience for your last year which yeah makes i mean everybody would want that obviously so i there's pros and cons but yeah that's that's an interesting because i'm curious if that's going to be more like a widespread thing that people do and you know who knows what they'll in the gap year, but either way, no, that's that's an interesting idea. Well,
0: here, well, here's another thing, right? So, my sister, who's a freshman, had to come home this spring semester and finish her spring semester at home, yeah. right? So, she paid tuition for Penn, being at Penn State Maine. Mm-hmm. You know, room and board and all that. Well, kids at Lehigh Valley or other branch campuses living at home got to pay for just classes you know they didn't have to spend on room and board or anything like that now i hate branch campuses and they're not satellite campuses they're branch <laughs> campuses all right so i hate kids that go there and think like whatever it's not the same degree that's a whole other topic but it's not the same degree that you can get at penn state because you don't have to deal with so much social influences and you know distractions right <laughs> okay but um like does Penn State or other campuses or other schools that have like satellite campuses or branch campuses or whatever do they lessen the tuition? Because if I'm with my sister and I have to pay tuition and you know different rates and everything because I'm taking that main campus and all that instead of taking it out a branch, I'm flipping my lid, you know. So I wonder how they do that.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Like, are you saying that because like? She should pay less tuition because of the circumstances
0: Yeah all you're using is the, is Penn State's like electrical system you're not you're not using anything at their campus anymore.
1: yeah, it's not like you have anything like unique to that experience that yeah that's actually a good point. The only difference is like somebody like me who was getting a business degree and the business degree was only available at University park. So should I still have to pay, even though everything's online, considering my degree is only offered through main campus, should I still have to pay full tuition? Because there are some degrees you can do anywhere, but not all.
0: Well, yeah, I, I specifically chose my major because if I chose just criminal justice, I don't know why they do this, but criminal justice, you have to, you have to do uh, a semester at Harrisburg. I didn't want to do that. Fuck that, dude. I'm staying... I'm going to... You Maine. could have gone
1: to Harrisburg with all the nurses.
0: <laughs> it wouldn't... No, it would have been... It would have been her. Oh, Hershey. Been Hershey.
1: Yeah, well... I mean, they can't. They're not far apart. they
0: been closer. Yeah. yeah. Maybe I could have, like, you know, found my wife with one of the chickens or something, <laughs> but... Uh, great group of girls. girls. Um, but, yeah, like, how do they do that? Like, they, like... And honestly, like, if you go to a branch campus, you get... When you graduate, if you graduate from Briggs Campus, like some do, or even if you graduate from Maine after you do a two and two, your degree says Penn State University. It doesn't say you had to do two years at Lehigh Valley, Valley or two, or or Penn State, or you'd spend all four years at Penn State Lehigh Valley, Valley getting a degree. It says Penn State University, and to me, that's a joke. Okay, because they they don't have the same degree. They didn't. They weren't around forty thousand people. They didn't. They were living at home with mom and dad. They, didn't, they couldn't go out and do stupid shit every, on a Tuesday night. Like, to me, that's a joke. That's okay.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I don't know. I don't have as strong an opinion on this as you do, but.
0: Well, you probably didn't. Did you even know Penn State at branch campuses living in Illinois? Yeah, did, cause like, I
1: did, because, like, I went to, like, a. Uh, you'll probably think I'm a total loser for doing this, but, like. I used to go to those college fairs where a bunch of colleges would have booths set up and they'd have representatives or whatever and you'd just like talk to them and get like a little brochure about their school because I had no idea where I wanted to go. I had no clue. And so I was walking around and I stopped at the Penn State booth. I was with my mom or something. We stopped at the Penn State booth and the guy was talking about like, yeah, and there's all these 22 different branch campuses that, you know, you can do these different two plus twos or, you know, whatever the case may be. And so I actually did know about it prior to coming and and even like on your application you had to pick you had to pick um like which campus you were applying for remember doing that and you had to pick like two or three I didn't even put I only put Maine because like come from Illinois if I didn't get into Maine I sure as hell wasn't going to like why would I ever consider going to a branch campus from Illinois like never in a million years would I've considered doing that so I only put Maine and I mean it worked out but you know either way
0: yeah, I mean, I never went to any college booth thing. I, it's perfect for you that don't know, that don't know where you want to go. You know, whatever. I only wanted to go to one school, one school only. That was Penn State University, specifically Main Campus. Yes. I only applied, only, a, I only applied to one school, and one school only, and I applied the first day that it came out.
1: <laughs> yep.
0: I, I was, I always thought growing up, I, I'm going to apply to Harvard just to see, like, you know, if, you know, for some dumb chance I would get in, but then I didn't realize you have to pay for, to apply to college, okay. so I said, screw the Harvard thing, you know, Penn State, take my money, and then I started praying for, like, what was it, four months to get into main campus, and I got in. Yep.
1: And the rest is history.
0: Yeah, that's for sure. Oh.
1: We always bring this up, and it always makes me nostalgic about being in
0: college. Yeah. Yeah, do. Damn. Dude, I... What, like... I, I really want to see what happens with Penn State specifically, because... Because, again, the football program.
1: Yeah, what about it? Just like
0: – If they open up, like, what are games like? Do they, like, is there even a student – like, how weird would it be? To, you know, say they have students back on campus and they have football games. But they don't allow fans to go in, you know? Yeah. Well, did you
1: see – I think it was the uh, Dolphins or the, the... – some Florida NFL team floated this idea. And I think Ohio state also said something that they were considering a similar strategy of bringing in like 15 to 20,000 fans, you know, so you can like still have people there, but they can all be socially distanced or whatever. And like you have like a time slot to go to the concession stand or whatever. I don't know exactly how it works, but they were like playing around with different ideas as to how you could potentially have some people in the stadium, even if it wasn't full.
0: Fifteen or twenty thousand people. Our student section alone is like twenty four thousand. So what are you gonna do to students? Hey, by the way, you live you live three blocks away from the stadium, but you know you have to watch it at home. You know you, you have to get a TV, make sure you have a cable, and you have to watch it instead of being a game. Okay, get get real. Yeah. You know, that's what you know. Honestly, if you're gonna do that, if they're gonna if colleges specifically are gonna do that, have it have it all students. Okay. I don't care if it if you have a an alumni paying a million dollars to your school in in order to get a seat there, give only to students and students only. That's it. That right, that's
1: how they fill should up do the it. stadium with only yeah. That'd be kind of cool if they did. All right, twenty thousand people in the stadium, only students.
0: Only students, like, and I would sacrifice my Penn State season tickets to see that happen. Because I honestly, I honestly want that to happen. Because I think it'd be the coolest thing on earth. Because you don't have these mamby-pamby alumni or people that just want to see the stadium. Like, these students are going to be loud. And, be- dude, honestly, move the student section. If this ha- In a perfect world, they do that. And I would say move the student section behind the bench. Behind the bench at, of, you know, Ohio State or, you know, um, freaking, you know, Akron or Kent State or whoever. Move the student section behind the bench and scream in their ears the whole time. Or are you saying
1: move the student section just permanently or only under like these special circumstances?
0: Definitely for these circumstances. And well, then no,
1: what they would do is they would space people evenly throughout the state. They're not going to let 20,000 people in and then just let them all sit together. No, they're going to space them out evenly throughout the stadium. That's the whole point.
0: Well, you know, college students would still find a way to. to um,
1: yeah, you're probably right. You're probably it. right. But but so, I mean, like in the long term, they're never going to let those seats become the season, uh, student t- season, the student section because those seats go for the most money. <laughs> they want to sell them to people who will pay more than students will.
0: Oh, stop spending money on stupid shit and
1: you won't have to worry about it. Yeah, all right. <laughs> Write them a letter. Let them know.
0: Yeah, I, that's what honestly should happen. If they're gonna do that whole cat, because what are they gonna do? Have a lottery? Like, no idea. To me, that's a dumb idea.
1: But would you rather see me, no to,
0: fans? I was just about to say that. To me, right now, I'm thinking I'd rather have no fans than have only fifteen thousand people.
1: I Again, I don't understand your logic.
0: Cause I'm an all nothing guy, you mm-hmm. know. I don't, I don't like this. Sh- I like to me like fifty, especially in Beaver Stadium, dude. Beaver Stadium with a hundred and like six thousand people, like that is so dumb to me to have fifteen or twenty thousand, like whatever the number is. Um, th- like that's just stupid. Like, like you, you'll have the people that just sit there and you know don't cheer or anything. Like I don't want that. Like. Keep, uh, if people get those tickets, they better be screaming their heads. I out. mean,
1: I like your idea of only students. That could work. I
0: don't know, man. I just... I'm an to or nothing guy. You've known that from from day one. With yeah, me. I know. Ugh, this is so dumb. This is so stupid.
1: I know that's how you feel.
0: Like, one of the bars is going to be open. That's what. Ugh. Dude, it, you know how upset I was leaving college? Imagine if I was, if this was my last semester. Oh, uh, yeah. No,
1: everybody here. would be. Oh. Uh, I, it's not that. Don't mm, worry. Mm. Don't 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 even think about it. Because at least at least we got the end the way we did, which at this point is you know a was luxury. Different.
0: We got the end out with
1: a bang. Dude,
0: and honestly, honestly too, that Saturday night of graduation weekend when me and Will and Amanda already graduated, and you and Derek were still.
1: Were yeah, we were still, the um, next
0: day. Graduate. And everyone was at the gaff. That that night at the gaff was top five nights of co- of my college career, which was ironic because of I just graduated college and I was super sad and shit. But honestly, that night was top five nights of my nights yeah. of my college career. For me, that
1: yeah, that night for me was pretty n- n- not all that memorable. I don't really remember it, but. That's because I had to wake up at like 6 a.m the next day to graduate so I didn't like go that crazy.
0: Yeah but yeah, but here's another thing too for I feel for these for these seniors they, like obviously because they're like going out like not in style but they were supposed to go into a great job market like this was supposed to be like a historically good job market where everything was thriving bunch of jobs and all that shit. And now it's nothing like you graduated college and you have to really have to figure out what the hell you're going to do with your life for the time being.
1: Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, well, what I'm curious about is like there, I'm sure there are plenty of plenty of people who got jobs, you know, like from internships they did after junior year from career fairs in the fall. Like are all of those like, did a lot of them expect to have jobs and now those jobs just like they got their offers rescinded or what like i bet there are a lot of people who already had jobs who now are like okay am i like who are expecting you okay i gotta move you know from pennsylvania you know i'm moving to like new york or i'm gonna move you know wherever but all of a sudden you know you can't really move and you can't do a whole lot of things like i'm wondering what they what they're even if they had a job or still i guess technically have a job like wonder what that, all that looks like right now.
0: Yeah. I I know a girl who got offered a job um at a company and they aw- offered her, but then they had a recent they they actually rescinded it. They said, We'll we'll hire you once we're everything's all open and everything like that. Damn. So she's still at her current job for the time being. It's still open. She's still at her current job, but then once everything opens back up, she's gonna go back to this new company.
1: Alright. I guess I guess it could be worse. At least she's got like a guaranteed job once it's feasible. Because I bet plenty
0: it's not, it's not guaranteed though. What what if what if this shit continues on and it eliminates some of the um some of, some of the the positions or some of the the necessary jobs, things of that nature. You got to think that if what if what if a company realizes, hey, we don't need this branch of the company. Oh, anymore. that's
1: definitely going to happen. That's definitely going to happen because now that people are like completely restructuring the way they work, they're realizing, okay, we we can still get by without X, Y, and Z. I guarantee you that's going to be the case, and th- that's like the thing I was thinking about this too. Because sorry, I'm going off on a, a different tangent here, but so like everybody keeps talking about, okay, maybe you know maybe this is the beginning of the permanent work from home lifestyle where everybody you know now kind of works from home and everything happens virtually and when i think about that like i'm wondering that's going to have such an enormous impact on our economy because if everybody's working from home just think about it like nobody's driving to work with me which means people are on the highways which means they're not paying tolls which means roads aren't being fixed you know nobody's going to take public transportation so all the public transportation services are those people are going to be out of jobs because nobody's going to be taking trains or buses or whatever if, if nobody's traveling for work how what percentage of, of revenue for hotels and airlines comes from business travelers it's got to be a huge percentage and if nobody's traveling for work think of the and the airlines are already suffering but they may have to completely downsize permanently if the only people flying are people going on vacation and the same is for hotels Hotels are going to be closing left and right because a a whole lot of hotels exist solely for business travelers. And that's where they make all their money and how they survive. But all that's going to be shut down. Like if we go to this permanent work from home environment, it's so many people are going to lose money because so many people require or, you know, need people to be out and about for their jobs in order for them to make a living. So, like, that's where I'm curious. Like, everybody keeps saying, oh, okay, maybe we're going to work from home. Maybe it's going to be what we do permanently going forward. But nobody's thinking of the extreme repercussions that that will have on the economy. Like, a lot of people will lose their job if that is what happens.
0: You're right. I would lose my mind. Let me fir- first say that. I would lose my mind just for the simple fact I hate working from home. Some people love it. I cannot stand it. But let me, let me pose this question to you. Do you think corporate America cares about that, about other people's economy? Account- no, other people's they care about their own business like making that? money. No. Exactly. So, I mean, uh, it, it's going to be tough, dude. It's it's going to be tough. But this this leads me to a fact that I, I talked about on a side note to you earlier this week, and that was – China, if the investigation comes out that says they were in fault from um, either a lab or because of the stupid fucking wet market or whatever, if they're in fault, in found to be in fault for this virus getting out, they need to be obliterated in terms of economic sanctions or something like that. They need to hurt because billions of their lives are gonna be affected by this and trillions trillions of dollars were lost or not gained because of this, too.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, I'm curious to see how that happens because the thing is right now, so many countries, so many businesses rely on trade with China. It is like the trade and economic hub and main partner for so many entities. And if China comes, if it ends up being definitive proof that China is responsible for this, how will people respond?
0: Well, like, like I said, like going back to our conversation earlier, it's, it's going to be interesting to see how many countries are like, Hey, like, let's just let it go. Like and all this shit. And then what few countries, if any, actually be like, yo, what the hell is going on? You know, you guys fucked us. You know, it's going to, you know, it, it, it's gotta happen. People gotta fucking put China in their place again. If they're found guilty of wrongdoing or guilty of something that led to this outbreak of the coronavirus, they need to be punished like no other. I don't care what it is. I don't care how you do it. They need to get punished and put in their place for the shit. Man,
1: no, but but I mentioned this, and I I like I don't think this will be the case, but like it could end up being that if. If things end up going the wrong way, and if the wrong buttons are pushed, or whatever, we could like be inching towards like a new Cold War with China. Just like if if everything just completely goes to shit, like it would be the same thing. Like two of the world's superpowers, like butting heads over everything, but not really like actually fighting. Just like you know, like the same way we were with Russia in the Cold War.
0: Well, let it happen. Let the fuck happen. All right, because you can't just let this shit go like to me, any country or any leader or anybody sa- that says, oh, we just it, if anything, we just need to let it go. Are you fucking kidding me? We're just going to let this go. Or did you not lose a job in this? Did you like do you not see like your family losing jobs or anything yet? How do we just let this go? You, This is something you can't let go. OK, this is on a mass scale okay, but two, look, for that matter. So okay. I no, go shit, ahead. You got to finish your what? thought. I'm just saying anyone that says that is a complete dumbass. And I, and that's I, that's keeping it PG and nicely to call them dumbass. Okay, but show. let me ask you this. So, let's say
1: okay, we find out coronavirus is China's fault. Sure. We retaliate to get back at China for causing all of this disruption. Okay? Then we get back at China, but then China's pissed cuz we got back at them. And of course they of course they would be so they get back at us. And then we're pissed at them for getting back at us for getting back at them, so we get back at them again, and then they get back at us again. And it, 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 everyone used their, if everyone used your if everyone used your rationale, this would never end because nobody would ever just be like, you know what? This has gone on. This has gone on long enough. It's gone too far. Let's shut it down. Like we'll just call it a day. That would never happen. How can that be good for anybody? Like at some point, somebody's going to say, "Look, okay, we're even now. Let's just call it even." No, I'm not saying though? now, I'm not saying How now, but I'm saying even? if we end up going back and forth and back and forth with China, it will just keep retaliating to the point where eventually something horrible will happen. But hopefully, but like before then, somebody would have to say, all oh, right, enough's enough, we're even. It might be after three retaliations or five or whatever the case may be, but at some point, somebody will have to say, enough's enough, we're even now.
0: In your, in your scenario, though, in order for us to get even, China would have to – would have to be the ones that say, okay, enough's enough.
1: We, we... So that we get the last... United States. They started it, we ended it. Okay.
0: Because, because in this scenario, say, they've done this, and we have to do something to get even. Okay? We retaliate because of that. Now we're even, right? Now, if China does something to retaliate against us, they, again, are on Yeah,
1: but you have to remember that China is a company... (laughs) Go ahead. (laughs)
0: Country.
1: What? Yeah, you're cutting out. Go ahead.
0: I said, now, a country? So I finish
1: your thought. I, I keep interrupting you.
0: Nothing. Yeah, no, no, it wasn't it wasn't a, a thought. It was you going China was a company. I don't I think said I said that. Country? But
1: regardless, China is a country that is so defensive of its pride and of its like national image that it will never I don't think China will ever, under its current leadership, be like, okay, you're right, yeah, it's our bad, our fault, we're going to, okay, yeah, you guys are right, we're sorry, we're done now. Never in a million years. China suppresses their own people, their own media. They suppress everything that comes out as the slightest bit of negativity towards them. And they get away with it. Like, that's the problem, is that we put ourselves in a position where we let China get away with this stuff. Like, for example, they have thousands, maybe more, of of Muslims being in literal – detention concentration camps because they are a different religion and the whole world is like yeah that's pretty bad but like i mean if we did something about it china wouldn't trade with us anymore and we lose money like that's the problem with all this is that everybody is so willing to let it go with china and that's what i'm i am starting i mean who knows if this is a i mean this is a next level thing with soul coronavirus if it turns out it's their fault but you know china is never gonna admit they were wrong and they will always look to get even because they always think they're going to be at the disadvantage because they're so defensive of who they are as a country so so that's the problem with this is that China I don't think under their current leadership will ever ever admit that they were at fault and that you know okay you guys got back at us we're even they will always want to take it a step further I just feel like that's the case
0: but isn't that a problem that people have let it go this is what I said earlier the, if you let shit go... But that's, it it's to money. So isn't it money, money, money. Money, 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 money is driving
1: that. Because if as of right now, any country that stops trading with China is set to lose a lot of money, and nobody wants to do that.
0: Well, we're losing money now, right now in our current state, so I would say fuck it, okay? Cut, it, do whatever you gotta do, lose, lose a couple of odds, put China in their place because this is fucking ridiculous but uh, going back to them not admitting shit i want to see if this comes out first of all i want to see how how um how this comes out how this investigation if they actually do it actually goes if it's going to be any actual true you know to the team investigation or is going to be like a free report which sucked ass and you know fucking was bullshit but if it comes out that they were found at fault i want to see if Multiple countries, you know, especially big powers too, come out and, you know, put a fault at China. And then based off that, I want to see if China, you know, says, okay, it was our bad, which again, probably not going to happen, but I want to see how that works. If a myriad of countries, especially with some of the big powers, come out and say, yeah, China, fuck. Yeah, no,
1: I, I honestly think that they. Won't admit they're at fault at all. I mean, do you remember like right when this was first breaking one of the first doctors to identify this as a new disease and started to understand how horrible its impact could be was a Chinese doctor who like the government completely silenced him and like completely repressed everything he was trying to say, trying to warn other countries that this could be coming their way. They completely shut him down because they didn't want other people thinking that China was at fault for this virus. And had he been able to speak and maybe get his word out a bit stronger, and if he was backed by the Chinese government, none of this would have happened. And at the end of the day, that guy ended up getting the virus and he died. Like, horrible story. And he, he, had he been able to get his message across, we might not be where we are right now. But China suppressed him and they silenced him.
0: Well, it's got to stop because Again, if we do this, if we let it, this shit go, what happens in 5 years when another coronavirus happens because someone <coughs> ate a bat or because, you know, a, a lab in China, you know, fucked with their fucked with their or didn't take proper precautions, what happens 5 years from now? Are we going to do this every so often and then just let China do it what it is? No. No, we're not. You know, we shouldn't. Why the fuck would we? That's Such bullshit. That is such Utter bullshit if we let this go and if this happens, I'm gonna lose my mind. And someone's got to take a stand against them and say, Enough's enough, stop fucking the world. All right, we're gonna do this this way because you fucked us and go with that. All right, and countries cannot be scared about this. All right, countries cannot be scared of, of getting bullied. Okay, because that's bullshit, that's absolute bullshit. Stand up against this shit, or you're just gonna take it up the ass every fucking day from China,
1: and again, because of money. <laughs> Of money. That's, the the that's the reason why fuck it
0: fuck oh. it figure it out
1: we'll see I sent you that article that like the US is considering subsidizing loans or whatever to get manufacturing out of China
0: yes I did read that and what have I been saying for, for I know, a long time I
1: know. I just don't see how it's economically feasible. If if they can make it work, more power to them, but I don't know. It would be a huge undertaking. It would take years and years and years.
0: That, that's fine, but you're getting to an end goal of years and years and years. Like There's an end goal in sight that, hey, like sooner or later, we're going to come out on top. I don't care if it's 50 years. I don't care if it's 100 years. I don't care if it's five years, okay? If the end goal is you're going to be 100% independent from worrying on other people do it. Like it makes what business out there, regular business out there, thought, or um uses a outside source to help their help out their business when they have the capability of doing it themselves. Wait, say that again. Name a business out there, any business right now. That outsources part of their process, but has the capability to do do that same process themselves.
1: Uh, The the company I previously worked for, for one.
0: Well, Well, why? So what's the what is well? There were times. I mean,
1: well, we. I'm hearing myself through your speaker. There we go. It's it's gone now. Anyway, we. So I, you know, chemicals, chemical company. We made a lot of our chemicals in-house, but a lot of times the chemicals that we very easily could have made within our own manufacturing plants, we used third parties to make for us. Even though we very well could have made them ourselves, we just didn't.
0: Were you dependent on those other companies?
1: I mean, yeah, because we we, we were banking on the fact they'd make our chemicals for us, so we didn't have to do it ourselves, and then we could sell them and make money. That's
0: the whole point. whole point. That just doesn't make sense to me. Why wouldn't you just do it yourself? Because if that company fucks up or has something go wrong with it... Well, that's the
1: thing. Those companies... These chemicals were really expensive to make and they had to undergo unique processes. If we had to build a dedicated plant to do all of those processes or dedicate part of our existing plant only for that one process, it would cost way more money than just letting somebody else who already had that infrastructure do it for us. And that was our rationale. We said, we're not going to waste our time getting all this set up. We're just going to let you do it because you already can and you can do it cheaper than we can.
0: See, again, this comes into my personality. I hate depending on other people. I rather just do it. So even if it's so, all right. You've got to, let's just give,
1: give a situation. You've got a really busy day and you don't have any free time, and your wife is nagging you to mow the lawn because it's getting really long, but you have zero free time at all. The whole day is just booked, and there's an Eagles game tonight or whatever. I don't know. They're playing Thursday night football, whatever. Would you rather have to just eliminate part of watching the Eagles game to mow your lawn because it's the only time you could possibly fit it in, or would you rather just pay the next-door neighbor's kid 10 bucks to do it
0: for you? Me, that's so oh my God, it's that 10 bucks.
1: Box. Your life will never depend on whether or not you had 10 bucks. Just give it to the neighbor's kid. Admit that that's the situation in which you would be okay relying on somebody else to do something for you. No, my, it's you mowing like a lawn. lawn. It's impossible. Yeah, okay, then the grass grows goes know.
0: back and then it's fine. How do you like well, that's the thing though? I re- that's, another, that's another thing with me, it's always our I pe- I don't trust people. When I do something, I know I'm doing it the right way, so why would I trust someone else to do it? For me?
1: And- so you're telling me you'd rather <laughs> skip part of the Eagles game, to mow your own lawn, than hire the next-door neighbor's kid to do it for you.
0: I, I'd probably give him a shot, or I'd, I'd probably oh do God. it during a Big
1: yard. It takes longer than 15
0: minutes. Uh, I, dude, I, that's tough. That, that, that's tough. How I do the neighbor's kid? Or thought. I just let it, or 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 I just let it grow until I have free time in order to, to do it. Okay, I can't here, depending on people. Here, let Thank me give you me
1: do a different, more extreme example. Let's say you go to college, you become a doctor, you become one of the best doctors in the world at like a specific surgery. I don't know something, you know, heart surgery, I don't know, something like that, and you find yourself in a position where you need to get for yourself the exact surgery that you are an expert doing. So you technically, in theory, could give your, do this surgery to yourself, despite the fact that it would be incredibly dangerous. Would you rather do that or pay a different doctor to do it for you?
0: So I can do the surgery myself? I, I mean
1: Technically, you know what has to be done for that surgery to be successful. But but can I physically? I mean, you would suffer immense pain, and there's a chance you would pass out from the blood loss and the pain and all that, and you would just die. But you technically, in theory, could also do it very successfully and ultimately for free. Or you could go to a regular doctor with a much higher chance of success.
0: But if I go through that regular, that other doctor, not myself, do I experience the same pain or? um, No, because. No, they knock you. They
1: make you unconscious. You can't make yourself unconscious if you're doing it yourself, obviously. But if you go to a regular doctor, they can knock you out. I'd go to the other doctor. So you would rely on somebody else to do something for you that you could have done by yourself if you really wanted to.
0: If I really so that's answer, an
1: example yeah. in which you would go to somebody else to do something that you could do okay I'm glad I'm glad we found at least one one scenario that would fit that
0: well to me it just doesn't make sense if is it, to me the the whole scenario right now is there is a bully in the classroom okay is that
1: bully China and are we back on that okay
0: yes yes. Or, I don't don't, I'm trying to think of a good example of how to put this in my words. You don't like someone, okay? They have a, they have a, I don't know, I don't even know. You don't like someone, but they're the only person in the room that knows how to do something. Even though, if you put your mind to it, you'd be able to figure out how to do it yourself. Okay? And instead of paying that person... The person that you don't like and having them benefit from it, you'd be able to do it yourself um, and not have to go through them again.
1: Okay, no, I get your example, but if we – sticking to that example, what if – okay, so that person, you don't like them, but they have all the materials and all the tools and whatever they need in order to do what you're doing. And since they already have all of this and they have all and they have plenty of inventory and whatever, it'll cost you, you have to pay them one dollar to do whatever you want them to do. If you wanted to take the time to learn it yourself, which you could, but you would have to go out and buy all the materials and buy all the all the equipment that you would need, and that's gonna cost you ten dollars. You would still spend the ten dollars over just reluctantly paying this person one dollar to do it for you. See, I would not. I never in a million years would.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. You know why? Because, again, this comes into my personality. i rather do stuff myself and not benefit someone I don't like. Name one time that you've known me that I've helped someone that I don't like. I can't think of anything off the top of my head. Okay, exactly. And we can ask Will the same question whenever he listens to it because he's known me a lot longer. I don't help people I don't like. It's that simple. I don't care if I have to go to someone else in order to get it. I don't care if I, if I, if I do it or someone else does it. As long as I'm not going to that person that I hate and don't like, and I am I myself are helping them benefit, I, I would do it. So even if, the, even if you gave the same example, but instead of me learning how to do it and spending $10, I would to someone else other than that person. Uh, other than the person I didn't like, and I spent eight dollars or even twelve dollars for that matter, I give it to the person I don't like, or, or to the person I do like. Other than the person I don't like, simple as that. That's not even a question for me. I rather spend more money on to to someone I like or to someone you know that I don't actually hate than give money to people I hate and have them benefit off of my. All like right. That, now
1: that's, that's more fair. I'll give you that. Cause I think that's like along the same lines of like, I'll, I'll pay more money to be loyal to a brand that I like when I can, like get the same product cheaper from a different brand. Like it's, it's that follows that same logic. So I'll give you that.
0: What, what brand of, of toilet paper do you use? Uh, Charmin. <laughs> okay. Why don't you spend the extra, or why don't you spend um, less amount of money on the shitty ass uh, toilet paper? Because
1: I want my butt to feel good.
0: Exactly. So you spend more money on it, right? Exactly. That's how it is. Okay, but that's like a different, uh,
1: that's like a physical, that's like a physical sensation, though. It's not like, oh, okay, I supported. You know, a local business or whatever, I feel nice and warm inside. It's higher quality. Like you're paying for quality in that case. You're not necessarily. All
0: right. I, get, I, get, yeah, I guess that was a bad example. You're right. You're right. But but still, I. It... Get uh, away from China. End it right now. I just don't understand that at all. At, at all. Uh, why, if we have the capability to it, are we going through someone that we don't like and pro- and helping them profit and take money from us? I wish. This does not make I wish sense. that in
1: college you had decided to become an economics major, because everything you're arguing completely violates the basic principles of economics. And I would love to hear you get into these kinds of arguments with like an actual economics professor who can like actually, like, speak much better than I can on the topic. But I would just be so interested in hearing how that conversation would go.
0: But, but again, I would tell him again, I don't want to send money to someone I don't like. And I'm too stubborn to do it. Or to not do it. Again, like...
1: Let's just, say, so let's just say you buy an iPhone, right, which was probably manufactured in China by, like, some worker in horrible conditions working, like, 18 hours a day for pennies on the dollar, whatever the case may be. When you buy an iPhone, technically, yeah, you're sending or supporting China, but you're supporting, like, a sweatshop worker who's making next to no money, who's just trying to, like, feed their family, it's not like you're giving money to the Chinese government for like, oh, hey, here you go. Here's some more money to fuck over America with. Oh,
0: dude, like, to- dude I'm, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about these, like, the the medical shit. And what do you mean? Again, like people like, making like, the like, stuff I'm, we're
1: buying from them.
0: No, if you're taking it as, I don't want any of my, like, I'm one of these, like, rednecks that says, like, I don't want anything in my house that has a sticker that says "Made from China." That's not that's not the case. I'm saying, with all the money that we spend and send to China, on things that we could we could do ourselves, and thus export instead of import in. Why aren't we doing that? That is what I'm saying. That is my again. Argument. We're we're not doing, we're doing that because it's so here. much cheaper to do it in China. And so much cheaper. But is 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 the amount of money that we're spending on them really worth uh, providing extra support? But, again, that if 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 you think
1: about this, if we take all of the manufacturing and everything else that we buy from China, and we move that into America, as you're proposing, eight. Sure. Yeah. The Chinese government wouldn't be able to collect the tax revenues they make from the businesses who do that manufacturing. So, yeah, it, you would at some point impact the Chinese government in a negative way. But what you would also do is put all of those workers completely out of business, out of a job. They have no money. And, that, and you ha- you cannot hurt the Chinese government without also hurting the Chinese people who are just trying to make a living for themselves.
0: <laughs> all, right, all right, all right, but if we do that, are we better? I don't know. American if line? you can scrape together the right. thousands of thousands of people that we would need
1: to sit in a in a factory and screw together iPhones all day, then yeah, we'd be benefiting the Americans. But I don't think that would be the. In fact, what I think what would happen is that people from around the world, companies would, uh, American companies would probably, who who would build these new manufacturing sites, would probably end up sponsoring mass immigration from places like China, where all these people are out of a job all of a sudden, to move to America to do the same stuff they were doing in China, but now they're doing it in America, and they're getting paid more money because there's minimum wage laws and whatnot.
0: Isn't that what happened in the 1800s? So I have no problem with that. I have no problem with that. Yeah, no, no, I'm saying like Italy, right now. You, I have you, no problem with you.
1: Like, I don't think the average, you know, average Joe American is going to be like, oh, hey, I can go screw iPhones together for minimum wage. That sounds like a hell of a job. That's not going to happen. I mean, you know, Americans, they're not going to do that.
0: We're not going to do that. But, but, but going back to it, if you're saying, would I rather... Um, Think of, you know, Chinese lives and, you know, be like, okay, you still have a job. Or if you're saying, um, you would have to take away their jobs. They would be in, you know, financial despair, but I'm helping out millions, thousands, if not millions of American lives. Guess who I'm peeking every single time and not even thinking about it. Fuck the Chinese. Sorry that your life had to suck, but, you know, I'm benefiting my friends and my family members and, you know, okay. my fellow Yeah, members. no,
1: I get that. But that I, I don't think – I don't think you'd be benefiting American lives because let's let's look back at before the whole virus thing happened. Our unemployment rate was about as low as it's ever been. There weren't that many people looking for work, which is a good thing, obviously. But now if you bring all of these manufacturing jobs from China to America – there's not really anybody who's gonna jump on those jobs. So how is America benefiting? All they're benefiting from is more. Ex- the only outcome of that is okay. Now everything's more expensive because we had to make it in America. That's the only outcome. If anything, doing that hurts Americans. That deliberately hurts Americans more than it does. All
0: right, but here's here's another thing though that you're not taking into consideration. I, you're if something goes wrong, it's your fault. It's it, the the whole the main issue with this like is we're depending on on another country and other people and they fucked up we're fucked and that is exactly the case that happened here
1: so uh, well
0: yeah Well, i don't want to, i don't want that anymore i want okay if something goes wrong it's to be our fault but i don't have to I want to have to worry about um if if chi- something happens in china or something happens in South Africa, or so wherever do you think the hell we, it is, are we going to be fucked?
1: Go ahead. I I was gonna, mean, do you think we should then completely ban travel to those places? Because the only re- the way the virus got here was somebody boarding a plane from China and they flew no. here. Like, if something bad happens there, the only way from pre- preventing it coming to America is com- just completely cutting off contact.
0: No, I'm saying, like, I, no, not at all. Like, you could travel where the hell you want. But I'm saying, like, for the supplies we need, what... Well, what, like, what are you doing? Like, what? why would we depend on someone else when we could do it ourselves? Because if, we, if, if something gets fucked and we're depending on someone else, we're fucked. It's like if you have a ride to the airport, right, you can either drive yourself to the airport or you could, um depend on someone that has a one, that you don't like them. And then, two, they have a shaky history of either not showing up on time or just, you know, blowing you off. Right? Would you rather be safe and secure, and drive there to the airport yourself and spend money on you know parking and gas and all that, or would you rather take the risk of you know getting whatever schmuck that you're asking for for a ride there and be like, okay, is this person either gonna a show up at all, b show up on time, uh, or or c show up late and me miss my flight? So two out of the three scenarios, you're missing your flight. And then in one scenario, you're actually making your. Phone. Can't I just Which call would you a different
1: driver or an Uber? Well,
0: Who's more reliable. Yeah, you you could you could absolutely do that. You absolutely. I'm not arguing that I would at all. Do that. So, no problem then. That as as long as you're breaking ties with that person. Okay, go ahead and you know call whoever you want to call. Whether it be you know, your cousin, I don't care who it is. Yeah, no. As but but, as but the argument you keep
1: making life. is that why should you let somebody else do something for you that you can do yourself? And like, what if what if instead of you know manufacturing or whatever trading with China, why don't we like start trading more with places like Vietnam and Taiwan and other places where? They have, but that, but do that, violent, your your do whole it. theory is. Why trade? Why do something? Why to let somebody do something for you that you can do yourself? And that's exactly what we would be doing. We would just we wouldn't be doing it with China.
0: Okay, hey, all right. If if, if you, as I, I'm more so the fact that we we have to just break off of China because they're scumbags. That I'm I'm more so break off with them than let's let's bring everything on us. Okay. 'Cause they fucked us over so many times. And I'm sick of it.
1: Okay. What else besides this have they fucked us over? I'm curious. Like I honestly don't know that I know.
0: They like the taxes and all that shit and the tariffs and just everything, dude. Like dude like the amount of money that we send to them and they're just a corrupt government that has is secretly not secretly, but they're they're vying for us. Like they they are competing with us every day until you know two months ago to be the superpower, right? So why do we continue helping out a country that we're competing with? It's like the Eagles helping out the Cowboys. Why would you do that?
1: I don't know. I I don't know. I feel like it's so much more nuanced than that, though. Like everything we do with China is the result of these complex trade deals that our government has ironed out and agreed to. And like at a certain point, you also have to consider the fact that it's not like China is screwing us over because they have all this power over us. They're doing it because we've to a degree agreed to it. Like America said, all right, yeah, this is fine. Like we, we have been pushed around. Like you have at a certain point that becomes somewhat of the truth,
0: right? Wait, so we' maybe pushed not around, pushed around right?
1: but you know we've been on you know we've gotten the the short end of the stick you know because we have
0: I mean yeah enough's enough if 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 you were with a girl right and you felt that you were getting the short end of the stick you know your girlfriend was giving you the short end of the stick in every situation that you were in or you know most of the situations we're in you hey, you're asking like... the wrong
1: guy, Connor, because no! I might be in a position where anything is better than nothing. So you can't you can't ask me that. <laughs> alright, whatever. But I get your point. But but it's but like again, it's so easy to break up with a girlfriend. You just say, alright, we're done, and then you leave and it's over. It's not that easy with China. You can't just say we're done. You just can't. It, yeah, it has to be like a phased.
0: That, that, that's why you got to pick up the phone and start hitting up the bitches. All right. Go on, go, go on Tinder, go on bubble and see what's around. See what interests you. Who's got, who, who, who's got the, who's got the goods. All right. And you start asking around, you know, going on dates. Okay. Cause you know, sooner or later you, you, um, you're going to end this shit with, with your girl. So yeah. Hey, you got to see yo, what else is out there, even though it not, might, might not be moral. You know, you know this is going to end sooner or later, so you got to get a plan in place, and that's when you start, you know, sending your texts, sending your Snapchats, sliding into the DMs, do whatever it takes to get someone a plan in place. That way, when you break off with your girlfriend, you already have someone to lay next to the. Or you can just start life. doing
1: bicep curls so that your hand is nice and strong. Do it yourself. Why let somebody? Why let somebody else do something okay. for you that you can do perfectly well hey, on your
0: own? E- either way, exactly. E- choose either one. one. I don't care what it is. Okay, but if the, if your current girlfriend sucks, break up with her. All right, break up with her and do it yourself, or find a girl, another girl that'll do it for you. All it's right, that dude. simple. I, point taken.
1: Point taken. I still take issue with it, but you know. I, I understand where you're coming from. There it is. So there I is. never thought in a million years. When we first started doing this, which has been what? Like coming up on two, coming up on two years because it'll be Over like June. June, it'll be two years. Are right? One. What? I thought it was the no, year. because no, last June, no, because last June I was living in Mount Pleasant, and the June before that was when I was living in Midland, which is where I was when this started. Yeah, it'll be two years.
0: Oh, you know why, why? it was two years? Because that stupid oh, yeah. World Cup, when the first, um, the stupid World Cup was yeah, going on. Yeah, that's, we were, that's
1: exactly we what it was. Uh, but anyway, did you ever imagine in your wildest dreams when we started this two years ago that we'd get to the point where we would spend like, a half-hour-plus arguing about U.S. trade policies with China because that's where we're at right now.
0: <laughs> no, I, I wouldn't. But Honestly. Hey, we're, we're growing yeah. older, okay? And you there's know, no sports what to talk about. Well, that too. <laughs> no. I never thought we'd have no thought I, I never thought in my life hey, we would have no sports going on. Technically, the
1: German Professional Everything. Soccer League is – and Korean baseball. Uh,
0: I don't want to hear that. Yeah, I, know. I don't want to hear that. All right, I never thought hey, we NASCAR's had back. Zero American sports going on. WWE is back. All right, that's not there. Have, been,
1: there have, that have been like UFC event, events, that...
0: UFC sport. Um, NASCAR, not a sport. Uh, <laughs> pro wrestling, definitely not yeah. a
1: sport. Just saying.
0: Maybe entertainment, but not a sport. Yeah.
1: I wish I was like 10, because then I would, you know, be super into pro wrestling.
0: I was I was into pro wrestling for like three months, and then I was like, wow, this is stupid. And then that, that, that was in fourth grade. Fourth grade, I was in into pro wrestling for like three months. And then I was like, wow, this yeah. is like dumb as shit. See ya. Yeah. Whatever.
1: Whatever. All right, dude. Well, we've been going oh, at this for, oh, these are getting progressively longer too. Like we used to call it a day, like just over an hour. Now we're at an hour and a half, plus. Yeah.
0: Right, hey. Very tense. Text time. times. All right, dude. Well, hey. Yeah. I'll talk to you next week. Have a good, have a great weekend. I've four straight days Me all work. Me too, actually. So I'm, so
1: I'm to... also excited.
0: I I might sleep <laughs> in like a combined like forty four forty eight hours. Getting caught in up. The next four days. Yeah, dude. Honestly, I've been I've no, <laughs> been struggling sleep. with sleep. Yeah, I never would have guessed. But uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That'll <laughs> there you go. Either consistency
1: all right dude yeah have a good long weekend i'll talk to you later all right see you